to Chest Talk episode 251. Hello, everyone. Back. Hello. After. Not you, Spoilers. Rob. Shut up. Shut Spoilers. up. Spoilers. Uh, we're back after the Above and Below game where I continued my streak in that it's, one. It's, not, it's one point away. I know. Every time. I know. But hey, that's what matters. That's the one game where I'm consistently good. Mm-hmm. So it's my favorite. Uh, we're here to talk about a movie, Thanks. uh, TV trailer. Yeah. Not, not a TV show. I almost said a TV show. I was like, kind of, but not really. No. Uh, we're going to talk about a movie that's super not topical. It's really and... topical. <laughs> well, kind of is. Uh, I, was, <laughs> I need to know. Yeah. We'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> as you can hear, Rob is back. Hello. Thanks for coming back, buddy. Oh, you know. I, I love to be here. Yeah, we're playing chess, and you've been absent. We haven't announced it, just because we were waiting to get your approval, so if you want to have the honors. Yes, where can... have you been? <laughs> where have I been? Yes. Not anywhere exciting. We did have a baby. Weird. So we've, we've basically been in the house the entire time, yeah. so that's been fun. How's parenthood? It's, it's super. Uh, also, not sleeping is super cool, too. I don't know if you all like sleeping but if you don't like it have a baby i love sleeping it's so great i'm good <laughs> i already right. feel like the dog is enough like where i think about how i used to be able to sleep in on the weekends until we got the dog so i can't imagine adding another factor on top of that where you have to wake up every two hours throughout the night yeah and then the baby wants to be up by like six every day mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah <laughs> Is that the baby like once there's a certain point where it's like I'm done sleeping and it wants to like be awake and alert? Aren't you the same way? Like a human? <laughs> I don't know when it's a human yet. <laughs> when you're done sleeping, you want to be awake and but alert. But if, if a baby's sleeping every like two, three hours, like what is its day? That's what I don't get. What is its day start? It doesn't. They don't. So that's the fun part about it is like they don't actually have the concept of like day and night. They're just like awake or not awake. Mm-hmm. Okay until i think like uh, two months or three months in then they start like developing that circadian rhythm that we all know and love until then <laughs> you're in <hell. laughs> that's why i said people like yep. sleep <laughs> so if you could have a baby and just leave it in like a tube for three months it'd be a lot easier uh what a how is um aside from the sleep or is that like the main thing is the lack of sleep been the biggest challenge with new baby also congrats congrats Thanks. The lack of sleep is, I think, the most challenging part because that, like, plays so heavily into, like, doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Being sleep-deprived makes feeding harder, makes existing harder. Like, I think the first first couple days were pretty rough just because it was all, everything was new. Um, but it wasn't as bad because he was sleeping longer. But as, like, the weeks went by, we're on, on week three now, he's become more awake and he sleeps a lot less. He still gets his normal, like, 16 to 18 hours of sleep in. But because it's so f- split across the day, it's just everything else you try to do becomes a huge challenge. Like, I was able to, like, clean today for the first time because Madeline took him out on a walk with some friends. Yeah. And, like, that's a luxury. That's, like, a luxury to like, clean <laughs> a little bit. Because everything just, like, falls by the wayside. Yeah. And it's, like, it's... I thought it was kind of a joke when I was reading about it, but there's people are saying that, like, you need to plan your day differently. Like, you plan it in chunks. Like, (laughs) this chunk, I'm going to do this. And this chunk, I'm going to do this. And, like, you you learn to, like, do stuff faster or do stuff more effectively. Mm -hmm. Um, Because everything you're doing is on, like, a ticking clock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because once he's up, 
at least one person cannot do stuff like you have to like change the diaper feed them you know swaddle them walk around with them like all that kind of stuff i don't know it's one of those things you kind of just you gotta start planning for and dealing with mentally like yeah you're not gonna get shit done (laughs) deal with it just some so yeah baby life 2020 and then moving in two months is gonna be real fun yeah i was gonna bring that up i was like and you decided to add moving on top of having a literal newborn child (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah so apparently it's not too it's uh moving to arizona is not gonna be too bad as far as driving with a baby goes but it is gonna be challenging just gonna split up a what could take really like two-ish days to probably be more like four days just because stopping and feeding is going to kill like any type of productivity Mm -hmm. driving from here to arizona so you're driving with the baby Um, yeah Uh it just it makes more sense and then because we thought about having madeline fly Mm -hmm. but it just that becomes a lot more convoluted because then i'm driving the dog the trailer and the car and the cat myself uh, my parents taking the cat when they come visit okay and just holding on to her until we get our own place okay um but yeah if we had a place she would be coming with us as well flying flying was would be an option i think if we were both going but as of right now it's not that's not happening mm-hmm. and it's a self-funded move so trying to save as much as you can we know about that yep yep oh yeah that's right <laughs> yeah i mean i don't so, know if you wanted to bring that up at all Britt. i don't want to get like super specific on the recording but we are officially moving i have a new job mm-hmm. in sliss i don't know slice what's the cool way to say slc there is there's no cool way all right, we're moving to 49 <laughs> percent mormon country yes no okay not sure which suburb yet but who knows? We're moving into the Salt Lake City metro area. That's what I've been telling yes. family and stuff. Yes. So. We're trying to find a place still. Hooray. The clock is ticking. Yes, because our current lease is up on the 8th of July. So, like, hey, we need a place like now. Yeah. But so many houses <laughs> are, like, available June 5th. It's like, like, well, you're going to be gone Yes. <laughs> way too fast. And so we're going to be looking for a place, like, two weeks out. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. That's cool, though. Yeah, that is exciting. So, congrats on both fronts. Thanks. If money wasn't an obstacle, would you want to stay in Seattle? <sighs> That's such a hard question. I know. Because part, part of it is, is a financial thing, yeah. but the other part of it, too, is just having family. So, yeah. I think, I think if, I had, if money wasn't an option, probably, because then I would, that would indicate I could have family fly out more often yeah. and come visit. Yeah. So. Okay. Makes yeah, sense. I would definitely stay, I guess, based on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't know if it was like... The financial situation was motivating moving more than not having family nearby. Yeah, definitely. And the, the idea of not being able to buy like your own place mm-hmm. is very challenging. Yeah. Especially if we had a place that we liked in Vegas. Yeah. And you so. gave it up. Yeah. Like a bunch yeah, of gave it up. dummies. Yeah. I mean. No, you did great kinda, choices for your career. But... <laughs> yeah. yeah. Whatever that means. I was able to start my career. A yeah. career. <laughs> yeah. We don't have those Job. anymore. Uh, well, that's very thrilling. We're glad you're back. Yes. We're glad you're back. Thanks. But that is why you've been gone for so long. And that yeah. will, that trend, I'm sure, will continue. Yes. We'll just get quarterly updates from Rob. <laughs> well, that's the same where Brittany asked the, the money question. I was like, I feel like every time I come on, there's something like has happened or is going to happen fairly certain mm-hmm. soon from yeah. the last gap of me being on. Yeah. You got busy you're like a real ass adult of course big things happen in a couple months span yeah that's the life i am a real ass adult 
Uh, but yeah, anything not super life-changing that's been going on for you? I remember last time you were getting more into VR and things like that. Anything going on on that front? Mm. Or Babby? No. <laughs> it's like, where is there time for that? I don't know, when he's yeah. being a terrible husband and father, and he's like, I'm going upstairs. <laughs> I'm sure that happens no. very often. No, Where's exactly. Madeline? Actually, Did you I, set her I, mic up? Let's get her opinion on that. Yeah. <laughs> she, almost, she was almost going to be on, but then she's like... I'm tired. I want to take a nap. Yeah, I, so I get it. I 100 percent did which not. Which sucks because I imagine her. I had everything set up downstairs, and then she's like that. I'm like, well, I can't. I don't have time to go back upstairs and everything. It's gonna be fun. <clears throat> um, Britt, have you been? Because we haven't recorded in like two-ish weeks. I've been fine. Stressed. That's it. Yeah, about now because you were stressed about if you were gonna get this job mm-hmm. constantly, like yeah. for the past month and a half, and now it's like, okay, great, I got it. Cool, now we gotta move. Yeah. In a month. Yeah. And I have to be good at this job. Yeah, that yeah. <laughs> I prefer that. I I would too. Cause I would like the money, please. Yes. You would like the pay increase in benefits and uh Yes, I not, want the I just want the benefits. And the not, pay increase is nice, but like the thought of like if I work there for like fifteen, twenty years and then I have a retirement plan, mm-hmm. I'm good. It's so nice. And I can have health insurance for life. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you, government. <laughs> uh, well, that's oh. good. Glad you're stressed. Yeah, moving's expensive. How have you been, Cody? Well, I was going to say you finished Luigi's Mansion. I did finish Luigi's Mansion. I forgot about that. That yeah. was a while ago. Because I think that happened like shortly after we recorded 250. Probably. Um, so, yeah. any big thoughts on the game? Like, now you've seen the complete picture. It's fun. I don't know. It's a kid's game. It's a fun kid's puzzle game. I like it. I think it's funny. The puzzles can be really stupid and easy, or they can be, like, annoyingly challenging. But when you get them done, you're like, that was easy. And it's frustrating. I don't know. If you played One Luigi's Mansion, they're all very similar. played them all. There's some cool, like, (laughs) mechanics of this one that feel like it's a little bit different so i appreciate that specifically guiji and yes. the guiji stuff guiji's fun yeah yeah the not the final boss but the second to last boss was pretty a creative fight i guess because you oh. had to like maneuver mm-hmm. luigi and guiji kind of at the same time and not die so because there were lasers moving around that you would need to disable using both of their skills yeah but if you stayed too long as guiji you would then be hit as Luigi and eventually If you stayed die. too long as Luigi, Guigi would get, like, drowned. So, yeah. But it was fun. Uh, nothing crazy. Just fun game. So, what's that rating out of 10 paintings? Out of 10 boos? 7 out of 10. Hmm. A bit lower <laughs> than I expected, but... It's not an amazing game. It's not, like, a super challenging game, but it's fun. Is it mostly your nostalgia that really, like, yeah. wanted you to get it? beat it yeah yeah because now you're on to skyrim again yeah i've never played skyrim never ever nope. <laughs> but you're almost level 20 you should yeah so you're you're doing it mm-hmm. you're to skyrim i am skyrim yes and then <laughs> more uh us stuff we did play arkham horror again just the two of us and oh, yeah. my god that took three and a half hours <laughs> yeah <laughs> just to play one game. scenario long fucking game it's a very long game it's fun but it's it's just the entire time you're like oh we lost we're losing 
We're going to lose. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, we won. Okay, yeah. cool. <laughs> Cthulhu mm-hmm. didn't rise. Thanks. He almost did. Yeah, his, like, second-in-command or whatever rose mm-hmm. in the city, and then, like, on my next turn, I sprinted over and canceled the summoning ritual. Yeah, but he was still there. Uh, not Cthulhu himself. Yeah, but whatever. Anyway, we, we won a board game. Woo. <laughs> it was hard, because we talked about when we played with Tyler, like... And when we played with Tyler, we got fucked Yeah, hard. exactly. It's like, hey, you can win. It's not impossible. It's just, just... You have to play for four fucking hours. Just as stressful as an actual Cthulhu invasion. Do you remember board games, Rob? <laughs> board games? I don't know what that is. <laughs> we, uh, we tried to play some games like late in the pregnancy, and it just did not happen. She was too tired all the time. Yeah. She would but... just, like, have to give up eventually. <clears throat> Yeah, well, just all the games we play are, like, three or four hours long, mm-hmm. and so she was just like, uh, I'm good. Because <laughs> <laughs> isn't Terraforming Mars, like, pretty lengthy? I think the longest we played one game was, like, five hours. Fuck that. That's it's one, a fun game, but, like... Yeah. We've talked about getting before, and it's just we never pull the trigger. I never pull the trigger. Um, what else have I done? I'm playing Bloodborne again. I am hoping to finish that this year. <laughs> Hopefully I will do Dark Souls as well this year so I can be done on... Some lofty goals. Ah, I, I think I'm like more than halfway through Bloodborne, so like I'm not that far off. It's just how much time do I want to dedicate to actually playing it. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's all we've been up to. Yeah, nothing exciting here. No, just stressing. That's okay. Yeah, just constant stress. That's fine. The usual. I, yeah. I, not No offense, but at least I don't have a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not as stressed as Rob, I'm sure. Listen here, you little shit. <laughs> yeah. I'm it's trying to be sympathetic, but also have not. perspective about my own situation yeah. and how it's yeah, it's better. Yeah. <laughs> no, I didn't mean better. Just, just not as came out. not as uh, shitty. Yeah, no, I got you. not as uh, life or death. Yeah, because, I mean, it's like we own a dog, but it's like you throw food at her, you walk her twice a day. And like, she's fine. She'll figure it out. Babies are just like constant potatoes that have a self-destruct button. <laughs> there are days where I feel like that still. <laughs> is, is your soft spot still there? Uh, I mean, I'm too afraid to check, so I, okay. I just assume it is most right. days. <laughs> anyway, can we talk about real things now? What's more real than babies? I don't know. Uh, yeah, so we can uh, get into the topics. Not too many, because I figured Rob would not shut up about his baby. So we're going to talk about... <laughs> uh, there's a new show. You know me. Uh, I know. You just can't stop talking about yourself. You sound like a new father that's overjoyed with love and How... the meaning and blessings of life. Was it like a sprint for you? Like as soon as Babby was born, like how quickly did you try and make a dad joke? Was it just like, did you start like a stopwatch? No, I was making them like the, when did I say it? I made one, um, like I think a week beforehand when we started like a uh, group chat for people. Too early. We had, it's it's kind of funny, I thought. So uh, it was basically like my dad and, and like Madeline's parents and sisters and my brother. And they wanted to add the brother-in-law. And I said, all right, it's going to be a fee. And then my dad was like, wait, there's a fee. I can't I can't afford that. And I was like, it's okay. Your grandfather did. And I was like, ah, that was such a good joke. No one's going to respect that, though. That is funny. That's pretty funny. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we get it. Yeah. A month later, you got your... You got your laughs. Yes. Hey, did you guys see that trailer that Steve Carell put out for uh, Netflix Space Force? Yeah, that came out like a month or two ago, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that one. Did the trailer really come out a month ago? I think it came out in like March. No. <laughs> no, no, no. It was no. like last like, week. Ba- I saw people tweeting The baby about wasn't it. born yet. Yeah. It's, I mean, I'm sorry. You have BB and AB. Yeah. Yeah. PB. The Pre trailer baby and after was. Baby. Well, it'd be P, PB and PB. Oh, wait, no, no. Pre and post. This is D. So, okay, sorry. I'm sorry. I did not watch the trailer. I watched the teaser. Yeah. The trailer is, what, th- three minutes long? Yeah. Yes. And it was, came out May 19th. Yeah. So ah, that's okay. five days ago. Okay. Yes. It came out forever it ago. It came out in March. Five days ago <laughs> is an eternity in quarantine. We're not in quarantine anymore. I wish we were. I know. I wish we were. I know. But yeah, we saw it. I think we all watched the same thing. Who knows anymore with how they word shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's coming out uh, in... When you're listening to this, two days from now, so we will definitely be talking about it. As it's, oh, just uh, two days? Mm-hmm. Shoot. Uh, That's awesome. Greg Daniels, Brittany, I assume you're a fan of his writing and work. I mean, he worked on The Office, and he worked on Parks and Rec. I want to say he was involved in, like, all of those shows, or maybe I'm confusing him with Michael Schur. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like... Michael Schur did all those shows. Yes. But, but he, I, okay, so he did work on The Office and Parks and Rec. Yeah. But not... But probably um, not as much as sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Did you know that he is the brother-in-law of Paul Lieberstein, who plays Toby? Oh, that's how we got in. And Angela Kinsey used to be married to Paul Lieberstein's brother. Greg Daniels or a different brother? Brother, not brother-in-law. Oh, I don't know. Uh, what's his name? Warren Lieberstein. They got divorced. That's it. Man. Sad. That's a fun fact. <laughs> Emphasis on fun. So fun. Divorce. Anyway, Space Force. Uh, it seems fun. I don't like trailers. Yes. Especially when it's, I'm assuming these are going to be hour-long episodes and it's 10 episodes. It's like, can you really sell the yeah. entire show in a two-minute clip? I just. I feel like this is we one of the try. shows that didn't need a trailer because the prospect of it was already so exciting. But maybe I'm wrong. You're off base. Ah, I don't. I can't imagine a show would come out now without really a trailer. I yeah. just think it's part of the marketing. Like, yeah. Kind of obligated. Mm-hmm. I do like this idea of John Malkovich playing like a calm scientist type. Like it's like almost the straight man to everyone else's nonsense. Because mm-hmm. that's not the John Malkovich that I have come to know that and you love grew up with <laughs> yeah it's not but yeah. i'm looking forward to that steve carell looks like he's playing steve carell he's got a type now yeah which is fine yeah i am most excited for ben schwartz yeah i was gonna say ben schwartz <laughs> just also. he's also just kind of playing himself it looks like yeah <laughs> social media director <laughs> mm-hmm. no uggos no, no uggos for heroes <laughs> no that's not allowed not in america <laughs> Yeah, I. So it seems like, at least from the trailer, they're trying to go back to the moon and just, just to go. I mean, what else <laughs> do you use space force for? Yeah, I guess. Like same with real life. Like why? <laughs> hey, hey. No politics, man. Yeah. Get out of here. That. I, I, I wasn't insulting anyone. Just said why. It sounds mm-hmm. like it. I just said why. I'm anyway. questioning. I don't have a lot of deep thoughts on it. I am very. I am gonna watch it. Yeah, we're going to watch it. I didn't like the trailer, but it's not going to dissuade me from watching it. Yeah. Because the concept, I think, is fun. 
Yeah, I'm. I just still am unsure of what the tone is, which I think is a failure on the trailer's part. Yeah. Like, is it going to take itself really seriously? <laughs> is it going to be slapstick? Like, I I don't know, and I think the trailer could have done better mm-hmm. showing us that. Yeah. I don't know if you felt that way, Rob. I didn't watch the trailer, so I'm dumb. I watched the teaser. What? Okay. But... Well, based on that, how did you feel? Um. It seems like they took the character of Steve Carell in the office. Michael Scott. And like, inver- yes, Michael Scott inverted him and made everybody else Michael Scott. We'll see. I mean, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Okay. I'll have to watch the trailer. But yeah. that's kind of my gut is that it's just going to be Steve Carell's, I don't know his character's name. It's uh, General Mark R. Naird trying to corral these various cats to complete his mission all while trying to save face i could be totally wrong who knows any predictions of good or bad uh i think it'll be i can't imagine it's gonna be my show of the year yeah um i think it's gonna be enjoyable for the most part like Mm -hmm. there's gonna be one or two standard episodes but for the most part i think it'll be fine yeah um Mm -hmm. it's really just it's up to the story i think at this point yeah like what the point of it is and if that's the story like what what are we doing here maybe that's funny i don't know yeah so it's just kind of up in the air in my opinion yep because they've got all like the the pieces of a good comedy show yeah the writing and the acting the names attached to it yeah i think they all got really excited about this concept and i hope that they had a story behind it as well and they didn't just like (laughs) we have to make a show about how stupid this thing is they didn't regurgitate 10 episodes of just kind of like filler yeah oh you guys got really quiet (laughs) we're chess you're chess we are chess we're chess he is chess. you can be too okay can you stop doing that (laughs) now is when we're in the meat of it all right i'm just gonna yeah, I win I'm the chess. Gonna... He is the chess man. You're not of gonna this episode. play these games with me. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna waste my time trying to like dance around a little loss. Space Force. We're gonna be talking about it uh, starting next week once it's out. Yeah. Uh, we'll see how far we go with that. Um, and then I guess the last topic for the episode, uh, which will be a reoccurring theme for the next ten episodes. We're What's bring... this theme, Cody? We're gonna bring a theme back. So it's kind of I don't know. It's probably a little ambiguous. But it's just um, maybe more classic, critically acclaimed, or just fan acclaimed movies that... Cult classics. Yeah. That um, definitely one of us hasn't seen, but ideally something that both Brittany and I haven't seen. And if we have guests on, if they've seen it or not, that's kind of, you know, up in the air. It doesn't really matter to me. But I really wanted stuff that uh, Brittany or I and or I have not seen. I haven't seen a lot of movies, so... We have not, because I uh, realistically just went through the top 250 IMDb, top 100 Rotten Tomatoes, and just picked, and I was like, oh yeah, these are... So, these are going to be, hopefully, all good movies that we enjoy by the end of it. But, we started off with uh, Christopher Nolan's Memento. This is a movie I've just seen once, about five, maybe six years ago, so I was kind of fuzzy on, like, how everything played out, but I remembered, like, the big twists and stuff. Um, so I still really enjoyed watching it the second time. And Brittany. I had never seen it. Never seen it. And Rob, I know you watched a different movie on accident because we weren't clear. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I don't know if you were able to like watch snippets of Memento. Um, We watched, I want to say like 80% of it. Okay. And then I got distracted. Have you ever seen it before? I saw it. Yes. And I have, I have words. Okay. Okay. On that topic. Oh. But we'll get into that oh. later. 
So, I mean, spoilers for this 20-year-old movie. I don't know, but we're going to talk about it. Uh, I think it definitely holds up on the second viewing. I get why it is so highly rated and beloved because I should fact-check this, but I believe it's like one of his Christopher Nolan's first big movies, right? I will fact-check. Uh, yes, it's one of, his, one of his early films. Right. But, uh, Britt, what did you think about it? This is not to detract from the movie. I did enjoy it. I think it's a good movie, but it's it strikes me as one of those, like, fight club type movies where it's loved by this certain type of like dude bro yeah so but it's so some of the lines i was just like i picture this being like some guys like 2008 myspace like bio Mm -hmm. definitely i don't know just some (laughs) cool dude i don't know but i did like the movie i think the way it was told narratively was interesting where like Half the scenes were told in chronological order and half were ter- ter- ugh, told in reverse chronological order. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was interesting. It was interesting to watch, you know, specifically, like, most noticeably, Carrie Ann Moss's character. Natalie. Natalie, at the beginning of the movie, technically the end of the story, is mm-hmm. very, like, you think she's just, like, some damaged person that has feelings for him. And then it slowly, unre- like, reveals that... Nah, she's just fucking with him mm-hmm. because she knows about his condition and she knows he killed her boyfriend. Spoilers. What? I know. What? 20-year-old movie. So mm-hmm. I liked it. I just... It had some lines where I was just like, this is fucking Fight Club. Yeah. I mean, Christopher Nolan did write it, so I mean... Yeah. Yeah. And it was based on a short story by his brother. Yeah. So, but Rob, what is your hot take if there is one um it's not as much fun watching a second time when you know kind of the overarching end yeah like I, I what happens throughout it i was able to th- sit through equilibrium like it's because that's the other film we, we talked about watching um I, I was able to sit through and watch that because it's got like a definitive beginning middle end and there's like a progression and it's more it's more actiony so it's more easy to rewatch, even though it is still like a pop kind of a popcorn flick whereas um this is the first time you watch it you're like what the fuck is going on and the second time you watch it, like, all right, well, these people are all just kind of really shitty people, and <laughs> <laughs> they're all using him. Yeah, yeah, but like, that's... I mean, case, case case in point, I think Bud, the Bert, the motel guy, oh, Bert, yeah. like <laughs> charging him for multiple rooms, or Natalie, or or uh, Teddy slash John John G, yeah. like they're all just really fucking terrible people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what watching it a second time like makes it more interesting because it's like right away you're like, oh, like they're all just. No. using him even though he's not aware of it i think the appeal of the movie is not knowing what the fuck is going on yes. and slowly being like unfurled yeah. and I'm... i don't think i would enjoy it on a second rewatch because all of the magic would be gone i guess i'm not advocating yeah. like oh watch this yearly i'm just saying like, i know it's but... been five or six years i watched it again like yeah i still enjoyed it yeah and i don't think it's something that i would want to watch for another 10 15 years at this point yeah I'm you said saying. it was more interesting, so. How dare you? Yeah, my opinion's <laughs> wrong. I just, yeah. I don't agree it's more interesting. I was disagreeing. You're, sh- you're allowed to disagree. Apparently not. I'm getting a death glare. <laughs> How dare. I wish that could be caught on How dare. If we did a video podcast, we could. Yeah, that's a thing. Then I'd have to wear pants. No thanks. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your camera located at? You'd wear pants. Hey, don't don't worry about the OnlyFans exclusive stream, kids. <laughs> yeah. 
but it's a, it's a good it's a good movie. I, I don't when I say that I don't I don't want to be I want to be very clear that like it's just not fun to watch second time. But the first time through was very much that like Britney talked about that magic of like <laughs> the fuck. <laughs> so I was gonna ask since this was your first viewing, did you have any like spoilers known, or did you have any sort of like guesses as the movie was progressing? I mean, I had my like thoughts of like he's convinced us from the beginning that this Teddy guy is the guy that did it but i'm like probably not because his memory is not to be trusted and his notes really shouldn't be trusted Mm -mm. clearly it was before we saw natalie like start yelling at him about things like i watched her like take all the pens out of the desk Mm -hmm. and i was like okay she's fucking around with something and i Mm -hmm. didn't trust her anymore yeah so and then i was like okay yeah two minutes later turns out i'm right yeah fuck this bitch yeah Yeah, one thing that I still question at the end is Teddy, John G, um, telling him the truth about his wife and what happened. It's like, can you even believe that? Or is he just saying that to, like, continue to manipulate Leonard? That's something I still, like, question after the second watch. I mean, did you just take it at face value, like, Mm -hmm. more willing to believe Teddy? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, I mean, he is a cop, and cops never do anything cops wrong. Cops don't do anything wrong. Ever. Like, help this, like, mentally ill person kill people. Continuously yeah. across multiple towns, apparently. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. normal. He justifies it because they're already criminals. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's totally Teddy's fine. a vigilante cop. This was the real inspiration for Batman, because Batman Begins was the next... Yeah. Movie that he wrote. So. Yes. This was the inspiration <laughs> was really? for Batman, yeah. which c- comics came out years mm. before. No, for Christopher Nolan, I'm saying. <laughs> okay. Like, he was like, hey, I kind of made like a vigilante. Like, let's, let's dip let's my toes. Let's get Batman. Let's, let's go straight to Batman because that's the logical step. Yeah. Because it has an 8.4 on IMDb with about a million reviews of it. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's that high or do you think you would drop it down a couple? Um,. I mean, I wouldn't take my opinion into account there just because I rate movies based on like all of like the quality of the movie, et cetera, et cetera, but also like replay value. Hmm. I include that. And if like, if I, if it's a movie, I would want to watch again because I enjoy watching movies, even if I've already seen them sometimes. Mm-hmm. So that would be a negative, I think, but okay. I think it's still like as a movie itself the quality yes that rating sounds fine but for me personally my ratings tend to include if i would watch it again hmm. i'm just trying to think if you've ever rated a movie high that you wouldn't want to watch again if that's really a thing no yeah. you always think about it yeah because when we, when we went through like our movie rating a while ago if something was like a five to me that was like not bad but i wouldn't watch it again mm-hmm and that's kind of where things sit. So, like, Memento is, like, starting at a five for you. Or, like, is that its end rating for you? Starting at a five. Okay. I think it's better than a five, but yeah. it, it would have, like, weird caveats about how I probably wouldn't watch it again. Yeah, yeah. There's obviously... I hope that the rating scale isn't, like, cement. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. It's a factor into... How mm-hmm. much I liked a movie is what I want to watch it again. Makes sense. So I'm just weird. Rob, is this probably the last time you'll ever watch Memento again? Um, I don't want to say no because I mean, I don't know if that's entirely accurate, but probably just because yeah. it's 
one is a slow i mean given my life now and where i'm at like with a limited amount of time it is a slower film it's a it's a slow film yeah. like it's a very slow burn yeah. Um, yeah and you have to pay a ton of attention to all like yeah. i think a lot of the small details and that's that's more challenging i i definitely would watch more films like this if i haven't seen them before because i do enjoy them like um what was it parasite was a kind of a slow burn film mm-hmm. um f- films like that, that they're, they're good to watch um but this one's one just it's not enjoyable the second time through because it kind of spoils the fun the fun is not so. knowing exactly yeah yeah I, I actually it's kind of funny so tangent related to this concept um i've been playing some older games like re- replaying games i played for like halo because the master chief collection is now on pc um uh, I played Zelda, replayed, tried playing Zelda games like that. And the thing I've noticed as well is, I think also as a function of kind of where I'm at in my life, replaying those games, they don't have, they're not as much fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's specifically because I'm older, but I think just because of the way with games, how they've evolved. And like so I, the... I'm finding that, sorry, the pace, the pace of them more okay. so. Um, similarly to how Memento is a very slow film, games have kind of, I think, amped up their. Um, intensity like Halo is a great example if you play Halo 1 you go to Halo 5 the amount of like quick twitchy kind of stuff um, has ruined older games because you're, they're a little slower paced because of the limitations at the time of the game and I find that's challenging I don't know if you guys can relate to that but I kind of I see a parallel with movies as well uh, I because I was trying to think back of like what's the last older game that I was like oh I want to go back and replay that and I honestly can't remember I think the last one that you played, I wouldn't. I don't think you replayed it. I think it was your first time playing. It was Majora's Mask. Yeah, exactly. That was my first time, so it was, yeah. like, it was still so. exciting for me. But yeah, I can't remember like an old game from my childhood. Yeah. So like I replay Sly like yes. every three years. So. Yeah, you start it, and then... I still find it fun. I right. think the movement is very fluid, and it's kind of not open world, but like the maps are very large and you don't have to like load every five seconds. Right. And to be fair to Rob's like idea that he's Mm kind of like putting out there is like, you don't play 20, 30 new games every year. So it's like when you go back and play slides, like maybe that's the first game you've touched in six months. So yeah. Um, Yeah. I play games all the time. What are you talking about? Yeah, I know. Like Skyrim, (laughs) this nine year old game. I'm really current. I know. Um, but I, I would definitely agree in that, um, like, you think about the boon or boom of open world RPG light games like the Assassin's Creed or Horizon Zero Dawn or Spider-Man where it's like you open the map and it's like there's a hundred different things to do. And, like, you're constantly doing something. Whereas, like, yeah. the older Zelda games, it's like, no, just fucking go walk for 30 minutes and maybe you'll end up where you want to be. So I definitely think it's because of how many games and same with movies. It's like there are so many choices out there. They want to give you the most entertainment you can get in however much time you're dedicating to this game, this media, I guess. Yeah. So I, I would definitely agree that that is a trend that's happening and is going to continue to happen is we need we need bright colors a lot. I don't have anything else profound to say about Mento. Yeah, I mean, that's fine. I, I wish I could. I wish I could go back and watch it for the first time because just get that uh, brain injury. Fuck. I could watch it every. I could watch it every day. It'll be. <laughs> you could start it over and over again. Uh, one random thought I had. Well, this is. Um, there was some line someone said in this movie, and I don't know why it popped into my head. I was like, "This is like Fifty First Dates 
issue but like to the extreme yeah where it's like she had to mm-hmm. start every day over and he's like every five minutes i'm starting over it's like god damn yeah. there needs to be a movie where it's like someone restarts every 12 hours yeah so there's like all these different levels of memory loss movies mm-hmm. yeah I, I thought about that what there's... one terrifying thing is anterograde amnesia has no known like solution mm-hmm. and they don't and because because they don't know how like 100% memories are formed in the human brain. Yeah. So this could happen, and this is terrifying. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh, that's a fun topic. I think that'll do it, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the episode 251. We did it. We survived baby talk. Rob, maybe we'll <laughs> see you in another three months after we've moved. You're allowed you to moved. come on sooner, but yeah. we understand. Your, it's up to you. Your, yeah. your uh, child. Well, I definitely want to come keep coming back on. Um, I am probably going to not pack my mic stuff because I think there's going to be a lot of downtime during um, the paternity leave towards the end um, when I'm in Arizona. Um, so I probably can get in. Um, actually, I had, a, I had a funny thought is that if we watched a, a movie, getting my father-in-law or somebody else on the podcast just talk about a movie and yeah. what they thought. Yeah. That would be interesting. I don't know if it'll happen, but just kind of a, yeah. Yeah, because that is a very different perspective than yeah. what we're used to. So. We have to pick the most non-political movie if it's your father-in-law. Yeah, no. Let's, uh... <laughs> yeah. Let's just yeah. get him on like a little segment, a little nice little bubble where he's on. He yeah. he loves weird action movies and horror films, so we can always get him on the, for that stuff. So Killer Clowns in Outer Space, Teeth, um, oh, Rubber, God. all those kind of really ridiculous movies. Yeah, he's a fan dumb of. dumb ones. Okay. Good yeah. to know. <laughs> Y'all have so, fun with those ones. Yeah. Um, but yeah not my thing thanks for listening we'll be back next week talking about the first couple episodes of Space Force yes we got another movie in the similar vein that we're going to be talking about Uh, I'm sure we're going to talk about in the same theme that's what I mean not like another Memento like movie just another no we're watching Memento again again we're going to keep watching it every week (laughs) until we hate everything but we're going to act like we didn't watch it already because we forgot Uh, so yeah Thanks for listening. Uh, hooray on 250 episodes. Woo! Yeah. 250 more. It's a milestone. <laughs> and yeah, we'll be back. Uh, check us out on Spotify, iTunes. Give us a rating. Uh, we're on Stitcher. We're on everything. And we'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye.